I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, January 20th. Hope you're having a great day and we're glad to have you with us on the radio today, 95.9 FM. Uh, here in Roanoke Rapids and the surrounding area. Uh, we welcome you. And then those on the radio app and those on our podcast, uh, we're glad to have you with us. Those who are watching today on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, we welcome you also. Now, I say 95.9 FM and our local listeners, uh, we are here in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, just really about eight or 10 miles from the Virginia line. And uh, depending on the day, I, I haven't figured it all out, but depending on the day, you know, we got folks that can hear up in Virginia. We got folks that can hear over on Lake Gaston and uh, then south, of course, down into Halifax and even some communities below Halifax. And uh, then to the east of us, I know Weldon gets the station loud and clear and uh, not quite all the way over to Jackson usually, but uh, we're glad that you're tuning in and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you would uh, let us know, uh, please uh, feel free to uh, call us 252-308-4600 uh, or you can text us at that same number, 252-308-4600. And if you're on Facebook, uh, you can... Uh, put a type of message, type a comment in there and let us know uh, you're listening. We'd love to hear from you and uh, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to listen. I hope that this broadcast is a blessing to you. Uh, really, we don't cover a lot of deep topics. Of course, it's only a 15-minute broadcast from start to finish. Uh, it's not an entire sermon. I don't preach an entire sermon. But usually what I'll do is I'll try to take one verse or, or one point or, or one thought or one challenge just to help you for today. Uh, and I hope that you uh, are helped every day by the Word of God. I hope you spend time uh, on your own in the Bible every day, reading the Bible, studying the Bible for yourself. Uh, but I also, I recommend, uh, in addition to that, I recommend that you use a devotional book or you read a, a book that someone can help to even expound upon a passage of Scripture. And then, of course, you need church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And uh, I hope this broadcast is a help, maybe something that I would say uh, maybe the Holy Spirit would use that thought or that angle or that perspective to help you to see something uh, that would help you in your own life. Uh, but I want to remind you the power is not in my words. The power is not in man's ability, uh, but the power is in the Word of God. And so I'm thankful that we have the privilege to share with you every day the Word of God. And uh, we make that a point. Uh, I think there's maybe been a few days, maybe like a July 4th or something, where we'll do more patriotic songs. But pretty much every day, uh, we, we look at the Scriptures, we read the Scripture, and we make the application. And uh, I try to give you a thought that could help you from the Bible. I want to say this. Today, we've got some birthdays, two birthdays today. And happy birthday to David Dixon. And happy birthday to Freddie Hammock. I hope you men have a wonderful day. 
And I appreciate both of you so much. And then tomorrow, two more men uh, that have birthdays. Tomorrow, Jonathan Benthal, happy birthday to you on Saturday. And also on Saturday, Tommy Francis. I hope you men uh, have a wonderful day and a very happy birthday. We're looking forward to a great day Sunday. Now, I've already seen the weather forecast. They're calling for rain, uh, but praise God, it's not supposed to be snow. It's not supposed to be ice. And I've told you before, I don't mind snow or ice as long as it's not on a Sunday uh, or a Wednesday night. Um, and I know that may sound selfish, but I think you understand my reason for that. I don't want anything to interfere with church. I think church is a priority. Uh, you may miss work, uh, and I hope you don't. You may miss school, and I hope you don't. But I don't think you ought to miss church. I think uh, church ought to be the priority in your schedule. Uh, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, the Bible says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Now, the Bible tells us uh, that in all things, Jesus Christ should have the preeminence. He should have first place. And I believe that goes for our schedules. I believe Jesus Christ ought to be number one. And Jesus loved the church, gave himself for it. It's his plan. And so be in church. And I hope you plan to be in church on Sunday. Be prayed up. Uh, be excited about it. Here at Victory Baptist Church, we have our early service at 845, Sunday school at 10 o'clock, morning service then at 11, and then Sunday night is at 6. Now, the morning services, you don't have to come to both. Pick one of those. It's really the same service. Uh, but Sunday night is a completely different service, different songs, different uh, uh, special music, different message, different uh, everything is different Sunday night. And uh, it's all good. I'm not talking about, you know, one's contemporary and one's traditional. It's not contemporary and all that. Uh, but you ought to come to church. And then Wednesday night's our prayer meeting, Bible study. And I thank the Lord for our church. Let's pray for our church, pray for our school. Let's pray for our missionaries, and uh, let's pray for our country. Pray that God would do a great work uh, in this nation. Let's go to a song. I'm glad that Jesus Christ is coming back, and He is coming soon. I think you'll enjoy this song, Jesus is Coming Soon. And right after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 119. Troublesome times are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is at stake. Humbling your heart to God, saves from the chastening rod. Seek away, pilgrims, trot Christians away. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. All of the dead shall rise, righteous meet in the skies, going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Troubles will soon be your happy forevermore, when we meet on that shore, free from all care. Sky, telling this world goodbye. Homeward we then will fly, glory to share. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will many will meet their doom. Trumpets will sound. All of the dead shall rise. Right 
just meet in the skies, going where, no, going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Jesus is Christ coming soon, morning or night or, night or noon. Many will many meet, will meet their, their doom. Trumpets will Trumpets sound, will surely sound. all of the dead shall rise, righteous meet in the skies. Amen. That's a good song. That's a great one to uh, help you out on a Friday, maybe if you're dragging a little bit or you're a little worn out. And that's a great reminder that Jesus is coming soon. Psalm 119, we saw in verse 81, uh, David's confidence. We saw in verse 82, his comfort. Uh, his comfort came from the Lord. Num uh, verse number 83, we saw David was feeling crummy. And uh, you've ever been there? You ever just felt like you were just, uh, you felt bad, not necessarily sick, but maybe it was depressed or maybe just blah. Uh, but David was not feeling well. Verse 83, he said, I'm become like a bottle in the smoke and uh, all dried up and dirty and dark and all that stuff. But verse number 84, we see that David uh, asked the Lord, how many are the days of thy servant? He was counting the days. Uh, verse 85, we see that there were those who tried to capture him. They tried to trap him and dig pits for him. And then we saw yesterday in verse 86, David's cry for help. Uh, he, he cried out, he said, help thou me. And that's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to call out to God for help because he is able to help and he always hears. Now, you'll never be so far away that God cannot hear your cry. And uh, I'm glad that he is close and uh, he is very near. Verse number 87, let's look at this verse today as I think we'll finish up this uh, section of Psalm 119 today. We'll see how it goes. Verse 87, David says, they had almost consumed me upon earth. Now, that word almost, there's times we don't like that word. Uh, if, you're, if your favorite, uh, favorite football team, if they almost won the game or they almost got a touchdown, that's not good. Um, but if there is something that is happening bad to you and you say, boy, they almost got me. That almost sent me over the edge. That almost destroyed me. You thank the Lord that it wasn't completely. And David says, they had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. That word consumed, it means to make an end of something. And David said, they had almost made an end of me. Uh, they almost wiped me out. Uh, the Bible says in verse number uh, 81 and verse 82, it talks about fainting or failing. And it's really the same word as this word consumed. Uh, David says, I was ready to faint. I felt like I was going to fail. But then I love that word, verse 87, the word is almost. Almost they consumed me, David said, but God delivered me. God came to the rescue. God showed up. Almost they had me, but I'm so glad that God intervened. The Bible says they had almost consumed me upon earth. Now that's an interesting expression there because we do face pain and we do face suffering upon the earth. But let me remind you, we will not face pain. We will not face suffering in heaven. The only pain for the Christian you'll ever experience is down here on this earth because in heaven, there'll be no more pain. There'll be no more sickness. There'll be no more sorrow. There will be no more death. The pain that you're facing today 
as a child of God, uh, it is real and it may be intense, but it is only temporal. Praise God for the promise of heaven. Praise God that what we're going through here on this earth, it's only for a while. It's only for a season. I'm glad that the wicked cannot even touch us on earth except what God allows. Think about that. The fact that David was in trouble, the fact that the enemy had almost consumed him upon the earth, it was not outside of God's authority. It was not outside of God's approval. You see, the wicked, and not just the wicked people, but the wicked one, Satan can do nothing to you unless it first goes through the approval process of God. I'm so glad that God is in control. The things that God uh, allows, we don't always understand it. I can't tell you the reason. I can't tell you all the, uh, the specifics of why this happened and why this happened. But I know this, God is in control. And the wicked cannot do anything to you except that which God allows. And the wicked can certainly never touch you in eternity because you are safe and I am safe in the hand of God. Aren't you so glad for that promise? David was determined that even though he was almost consumed, he was determined that he would not forsake the precepts of God. Now, maybe today, maybe you feel like David. Maybe you feel like you're almost consumed. You're almost ready to give up. You're almost ready to quit. You're almost destroyed. You're almost ready to just throw in the towel. Well, can I tell you, friend, don't forget and don't forsake the Word of God, especially in your darkest hour, especially in the, the valley of the shadow of death, especially uh, when your health is bad, especially when people turn their back on you and people disappoint you. That, of all times, is the time even more to cling to the Word of God. David said, they had almost consumed me, but I forsook not thy precepts. Verse number 88, we see in verse 87, he was almost consumed. But verse 88, David prays and he says to the Lord, quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. The word quicken, it means to revive. The loving kindness of God, the mercy of God, the compassion of God, the, 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 the goodness of God will quicken you and it will revive you every time. Aren't you glad that God is love? Aren't you glad that God is kind to us? Uh, David said that he would obey and he would keep the word of God. I shall keep the testimony of thy mouth. You see, friend, quickening is the remedy to fainting. Quickening is the remedy to failing. Quickening is the remedy to being consumed. Quickening is the reviving that God gives us. You can't revive yourself. Uh, I can't revive myself. Only God can revive us. That's why the psalmist cried out and said, Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? When God revives you, he gives you a desire to keep his word, to obey his word. If ye love me, Jesus said, you will keep my commandments. You know what revival is? You know what quickening really is? It's just getting back to the word of God. It's just getting back to doing what God says. It's getting back to the Christian life the way it ought to be. When God is working on the inside, I want to tell you this, it's going to be evident on the outside. There will be a result on the outside from the quickening within. Verse number 88, the word I'll use to kind of complete this outline and uh, to alliterate it is the word come back. David said, they almost consumed me. 
They almost had me. I was almost destroyed. But verse number 88, but God came through and he quickened me. He revived me. And David experienced a comeback in his life. And friend, I want to tell you, your life is not over. Uh, God's not done with you as long as you're still breathing. As long as you're still here on this earth and God hasn't called you home to heaven, God has a plan for you. And God can quicken you, even in the valley, even in the difficult time, you can still experience a reviving that God can do in your heart and in your life. You say, well, pastor, you don't understand. My church that I go to, it's dead as a doornail. And you don't understand. My family, they're backslidden and they're away from God and uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care about all that. It's not the church that's responsible to quicken you. It's not your, your coworkers or your friends or family that are responsible to quicken you. It is God that quickens you. It is God that revives you. And he can do a work in your heart. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, he can do a work in your heart if you'll let him. I hope that helps you on this Friday. And I hope you have a great day. We look forward to seeing you Sunday. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.